Chebla, on lo es. All I wanna know is where the cheese at, where the cheese at. It's one of the hardest songs. You don't want to squeeze that. All on the motherfucker Lay, lay, lay you on your back. Lay, lay, lay you on your. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Tanner Rich Podcast. Me and Kenny tonight. Seth may jump in here in just a bit. Uh, busy over in uh, the Queen City, I guess. Told us it'll be maybe a little later. Uh, so we'll we'll see if he jumps in. Anyways, how's it going, Kenny? Ah, man, good. It's the end of the week for me, so I'm uh. Oh yeah, this glad, is your Friday. Glad for it, man. Uh, yesterday was man, yesterday was draining. Let's put it that way. Yeah, we've that's been, how my had, week's been. We've had a good run as far as minimal uh, issues, but I am the issue man. So when there is one or or multiples in a day, like I am in the center of it. Can you issue man? It was like a shitstorm the entire day. So hmm. I I was man, I was. I, I mentally was drained. I saw somebody. I was in that room. I was in my office for like I don't know how many hours straight on the phone and then Teams messages and all kind of stuff. It was like 3 p.m. I walked past somebody and said good morning, <laughs> and they were like they walked off all the way down the hallway and they came back and said, Did you just say good morning? Yeah, man. I said I said man, I don't know what day it is. I don't even know what time it is. I don't care. I was like, whatever. Hi. <laughs> back in my office. I don't know. Lucky I said anything. I was not got no got no windows in here. I don't know what 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 my sundial is saying. I've been trying to get a sunlight for a long time, man. But they ain't they ain't biting. Ain't no sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my my week's been like that too. Cause mainly because it's like the new year and like people. Well, even though it's uh today's the twenty sixth, it feels like. Everybody's out of that like brand new year, done with the holidays kind of like drag, you know. And so yeah. we're getting hit up about just everything. People hitting us up, you know, about wanting to do do stuff with the stations like in the summer. So which is great because I'd rather plan out everything now before we get super busy again. But man, it's like I got probably like fifty. So so like I kind of leave. Emails unread if I haven't if they're not like finished, so it's kind of like a note for me to kind of go back and say oh I need to either respond to this or get you know so it's like tons of like 50 emails I got basically saying I got like 50 projects going on right now. <laughs> Damn. Not all of them are big or anything. It's just yeah. sort of my way to keeping organized. But uh, anyways, um, the. I was out last week and, uh, you know, had some sad news from last week. One of my closer cousins passed away. Uh, one of my first cousins uh, passed away suddenly and it uh, all took us by surprise. And um, unfortunately, you know, last Thursday was his service. So wanted to kind of mention uh, just that because I know, you know, myself, obviously, and I know that you and Seth have uh, hung out with uh, my cousin 
we went to uh, quite a few Titans games together and hung out and stuff and uh, was definitely a, you know, to, to stay on the upside of it and not be, you know, down and trying to, you know, celebrate the life, so to speak, versus, uh, you know, being down about yeah. it. But even though, you know, it's sad, it sucks, it's, you know, unexpected, but uh, kind of a life of the party type dude and always enjoyed his Wait. company and did you say did you say kind of <laughs> I, would, I, did, I, would, I would not say kind of <laughs> i would definitely say he he is was 100 <laughs> percent life of the party kind of dude yeah and um funny thing is there were you know there was like some uh picture reels at the service and one of them and, and we've mentioned this on the podcast had the big ass flask of him holding it up never forget <laughs> Never forget the big flask. And uh, I, I remember leaning over uh, to some family like, you see that flask? That shit's got me and a few of my friends. That, that flask right there has gotten us in some serious-ass trouble. <laughs> that flask that flask had me time-traveling at the Titans game. That might have been – that had to have been, like, the worst I've ever seen you. Oh, I was out. I was out of commission. I, I don't even <laughs> – know what happened in the game yeah i got it wouldn't watch the i just remember like my head in between my legs and talking <laughs> shit to raymond the whole time because we were playing each other in fantasy football and i was losing oh, yeah because of chris johnson running fucking wild at the time yeah for whatever reason i guess just to break my heart i guess well, i don't know yeah but, but uh but todd was uh somebody that um you know him and his son Raymond, Raymond is our age, was uh, somebody that always took care of us. Like we went out, he would you know pay for stuff even though he didn't want him to or tried not to, and he would just do it anyways. And you'd be like, damn dude, you don't have to do that. But he always took care of us, and uh, we tailgate super hard. <laughs> I mean, we we like I kind of miss that now, even though I wor- like enjoy working and being on like the media side of it. But I do miss you know being a fan and. Going, getting up, you know, on a Sunday at like getting down at the stadium at like 8 a.m. and cracking a beer open and getting some food fried on the grill or or uh, going on the grill and and whatnot. So, uh, and he'd be down there early too. Like he would be there probably sometimes before me, and I thought, always thought I was the early one. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it was a 3:30 game, we'd still have the same routine and get there at like 8 a.m. and be like yeah. Funny thing is, you could get there early enough and kind of like sneak in the parking lot without having to have a pass sometimes. Oh shit! It's other it's secrets. Yeah, I don't think you can do that now, but yeah. but yeah, but yeah, I used to. You'd have to drive. You you couldn't do it in a regular car. You'd, you know, I'd throw my, my truck the truck I had at the time yeah. over the the little barrier there and get in there. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, I say that, like I say this about about him man like he was one of those people like if like he he like like the first time i was around him i didn't know him right Mm -hmm. but because like i knew you and i knew raymond Mm -hmm. like that meant i knew him already oh yeah you know what i mean like he he like he's like all right you you with these people all right like you're good you are you're you're automatically in yeah like he didn't he didn't have that whole like fill you out period or nothing like that. It was just like, Oh, you cool with them? Are right, you cool with me? Here, have a drink. Yeah. 
all right, drink some water. <laughs> yeah. So it was just he's just like one of those people like you just there's just people just that are out there that are like very like pretty much well, welcoming to like everybody and like yeah they kind of they kind of like I don't know they kind of take you like they, they kind of like take you in by their personality you know and just yeah, kind of like t- he's the type of dude who's like a lot like your stepbrother like you know it doesn't matter who you are if you come in you're cool you can be cool with me but if you fuck around you're gonna find out who I am yeah because you know even though he's you know fun and and be goofy and all that that dude could throw down and you fucked around he'll, he'll whoop that ass uh i know i've been around a few times few situations where uh i'm like yeah you ain't gonna fuck with todd especially if he's in that drinking a little bit in that in that mindset you ain't you ain't doing nothing to him yeah. <laughs> but uh so he's the type they'll like hey you can come hang out but you know you ain't if, if you're cool you'll be cool and we'll keep being cool but you come over here fuck around you know i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna take care of you in a different (laughs) way but um yeah uh uh yeah so uh you know the one thing that uh that kind of comes out of these situations too is obviously getting to see some family i hadn't seen in a little while or some friends of the family and kind of feel like this day and age people don't get together as much as they used to because social media allows you to kind of get away with it. You can kind of keep up with each other that way versus just going and hanging out for a few hours somewhere. And so that's, you know, something that's been on, you know, since I've, since Jackson's been born uh, that I've like really trying to make an emphasis on seeing people because you just don't know if that might be the last time you do see that person uh, or vice versa. So trying to make a good, um, point to do that and do that more and even mention that to some family members a lot of them are saying yeah we're on board we probably should get together this summer and have some kind of like family reunion even, even though, yeah man even if it's like once a year or something like that just some just like a touch base like yeah and and the you, can call crazy, it, call, you can call it what you want but just something yeah yeah and and the thing is like most of that side of the family is like local so shouldn't be any excuse really i mean yeah. people get busy but you know, if we plan it out good ahead of time and have everything laid out, then, you know, you would think at least, like, the majority of people would come and yeah. hang out. And So that's something, you know, I'm trying to work on, too, and was doing that over the, the holidays, too. So, like, I won't – I just remember growing up and my – even this is the same, the same side of my the family I'm talking about, because my grandparents were so like that, that we would always get together and people would always be – coming over to see them and uh with with us living you know basically next door that we um always got to see people and so i always grew up around a lot of my family being around and that's something i know that delaney and jackson aren't really getting right now and i'm like yeah yeah when i was you know i can as, as early as i can remember i just remember people being around and always trying to hang out with like my older cousins like like even ty like he's one of my first cousins even though he was 56 when he passed away last week, you know, and, and 16, 17 years older than, than me, like he's still my first cousin. And I remember growing up and them being like older teenagers and wanting to be hanging around them, even though I'm like little. <laughs> so yeah. that's something I kind of wish I could Delaney and Jackson could be more, you know, involved with with family like that. But um, maybe it'll come together. We'll, you know, we'll keep working at it and, I know as long as I keep trying on my end and my family's end, and you know that's all you can do. Yeah. 
Hopefully, hopefully that does work out. I mean, it isn't. Yeah, and y'all want to buy it is, too because it is. It is. It, <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah, it is. It is important, man. It's just. Yeah, it's one of those things that I just don't like. It's I I, I don't it's, it's you know it's different like it's like people around here like like Mindy's family like she has a lot she gets to see her family she has a lot of family here yeah. you know I got like my mom my grandpa and that's like it at least in Nashville you know what I mean like yeah. everybody else is just like spread out you know I got to mm-hmm. go to New Orleans to see anybody or like I haven't seen like people on my mom's side like up in like. Like up in like Buffalo and stuff like that. Like I haven't seen them in like, gosh, since I was a kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, it's definitely it's definitely nice to be able to have that connection nearby and be able to see people more often. So yeah, especially if you're local, it's definitely definitely good to take advantage of it. Like you said, because I mean, hell, you just it's just like you just never know, man. It's like. It, it could be like so many different things these days, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it could just be, it's just like without any kind of warning. Yeah. And like we, I mean, found out what yesterday that one of our friends from high school passed away that's, I think, even younger than us. Yeah. It's like absolutely. a year or two younger. If, yeah. I would say if he's younger, not by much. But yeah, like just, and it's you crazy, just, man. You just don't like, know. And it's, it's almost coming numbing. Like, I feel like every other week I look on Facebook and it's like, Oh, you know, so and so passed away. I'm like, hey, man, like. Oh yeah, it's almost like every day. You can look in like your like any kind of feed, your Google feed, Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram. Somebody, it's like, damn, man, like. But I guess that's just like you just don't understand. Like on a scale, on it's just people live. I mean, the world is huge, and like yeah. the city's huge, and like people don't realize. I mean, people know that there's millions and billions of people out there and stuff, but it's like you live in your own. You have to live in your own bubble, you know. What yeah. I mean? Like you can't, you can't grasp the scale of it. Yeah. So with that many people in the world, like people are gonna die every day, you know what I mean? But it's just like, you're right. I mean, you start to hear about it so much, you're just like, well, here's another person. And a part of that, I'm sure, is just the, you know, the the social media world we live in, where it's easy to find out that information, uh, because even before that, you wouldn't know. Unless you were like looking in a, maybe obituaries and and whatnot, but uh, yeah. or you just a word of mouth that somebody caused you, um, you know, and and the crazy, you know, like not everybody that I see is like somebody I'm close to, but it's just like somebody you know or you know a friend of yours that knows of knows them or somebody you just kind of met before. Yeah, you're just like, man, yeah. you're right, man. It's just like a constant. Yeah, it's, even, it's just like a constant reminder of how short life really is. Or yeah, can, and, can be anyways. And that's that's another goal of mine too, just because of that reason is to try to, you know, not to sound cliche, but do try to live life to the fullest. And uh, I always try to tell myself every day, like, you know, especially with my two young kids, you know, I try to do something every day that's productive or something that's memorable, even if it's something really small, but it's just something that, um, you know, just, not to not to sound like crazy like the uh what was the uh utopia or whatever where dude's always asking at the dinner table like what have you done for the world today oh, but yeah. in but in but not to sound crazy but to in a way it's kind of like important to try to at least for me is a goal of mine to try to do something every day that either makes an impact or 
it's a positive moment and even if it's something really small like making my kids smile but well, that's the thing yeah especially when it comes to your kids like because like you said you know you just want to leave that you want to leave that lasting impact and like that's that's how i look at it i mean you want to like i focus on i mean people focus on a lot of things and you know everybody wants a lot of stuff you know like they mm-hmm. want things they for me like yeah like am i gonna get a new car in one day yeah probably so but like the stuff that's more important to me than that is like experiences yeah. you know what i mean like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, i would rather spend money on like right now anyways like trips and stuff like that because i know like those are things those are like things we'll always be able to hold on to like a, a thing mm-hmm. is just a thing yeah but, but you know like time time is the most valuable thing and when you're spending time doing doing something memorable you know it's almost like that that piece of time that you have is like it's almost like it's you know, it, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's almost like it's frozen in time. Like you, mm-hmm. you have that memory forever. Like you have your pictures and you have the experiences and the, the sights, yeah. the smells. You know, you can talk about it. You know, it's yeah. like a thing is just a thing. You know, what right? I mean? So like that. That's why I, I always look forward to doing stuff like as a family or just stuff with like me and her because it's just like it's all different experiences and it's just like. At the end of the, you know at the end of it all that's the kind of stuff that matters like what did you actually mm-hmm. spend your time doing not what did you not not like what did you amass and what did, what are all these objects that you have it's you know what did you do with your time you know what I mean like so yeah I know I was talking to my wife when it was announced that the Titans are going to London and I was like hey <laughs> that'd be fun what do you think <laughs> it's been it, that's been on my list of play, of somewhere to go at some point yeah absolutely it's um it's not the shortest it's not the shortest flight you know but i mean it's not the still, cheapest either no but it's 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 just, you know it's like nine hours but, isn't it, like but, but it's it's a it's a a reason uh, the only thing is crazy is, is the reason why she was like you're crazy because i've made it known especially on this podcast uh you know i turned 40 in august so i kind of want to go to vegas and have a crazy time and then we're supposed oh, to be going it? to Disney in September, and then that oh, Monday Vegas, game will be in October. Vegas still, is that Vegas thing still a thing? I mean, I'm trying to keep it alive. I'm trying to. Uh, I mean, I haven't like tried to book anything yet, but uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's it's something that uh, <laughs> I'm gonna probably start looking at because we we got our thing in March for for Seth's, uh bachelor party, and then wedding in April, and so. Trying to get that taken care of and booked first. <laughs> I, think I guess. Me. Pretty sure. We'll, I don't even know if I'll be in town for my birthday. I guess I think we will be. June, July. Yeah, we're gonna be going on our cruise in June. June into July. Yeah. Did I even tell you about that? Um. Rome, Rome and Italy, you know, or Italy and. Oh no, you did. Greece and all that. Yeah. You're going on a Mediterranean tour. Yep. Cruise, I mean. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, end, awesome end of june into july yeah yeah because uh you know when i was in the military it wasn't like a luxury thing obviously but going through the mediterranean is beautiful dude it's uh you know places that i've been to are there they were all different and just really makes you realize like yeah the you know the like we were saying the world is you is large and when you get out there and see it it's you know, got so many things to offer, and so let it be your, yeah. let the world be your playground, folks. <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped because we're we're like, 
in the process of booking like we're gonna be we're gonna go we're gonna get into rome like a couple of days ahead of time yeah so we can you know at least see everything see that so i mean we're yeah, not we're not gonna be able to see everything in a couple of days but the cruise yeah. will end up taking us to a couple of stops in greece you know like nice. athens and yeah uh olympia and uh mykonos but then also you know we'll be going to like uh naples and sicily and uh oh so it's like really the the greek and italy yeah it's, it's, yeah it's legit and like i said obviously, you, obviously it, rome any stops in spain no no it's just it's oh, just, just just italy and greece yeah, I mean that's a lot to do there. And you, I mean, obvious reasons, but it's long though, man. It's like ten night. It's like I think ten nights, and we end up stopping somewhere every single day, but one day. So it's like oh yes. Yeah, so so we're, we're, we're stopping at a lot of places. Like the last yeah. cruise we went on, it was like eight nights, but we only stopped at like three different places. So there was a lot of like just empty days where we can just kind of like be lazy and hang out yeah so this, when this one's going to be very very involved but you know i'm i'm, I'm psyched because you know it's like i've never been somewhere that's and it sounds stupid but like that's old like yeah no I, I real totally get it. real life like archaeological yeah, shit like the stuff that you see on tv and then yeah the books like I mean, we'll be able to see all the, the like the Rome, like the Roman ruins and all that stuff from all over the place, and like yeah, the Leaning I mean, Tower these of Pisa. Are, I mean, it's like legit Pompeii, like oh yeah. I mean, so like people don't realize that these places were thousands of thousands of years older than the United States. Yeah, we've been, yeah. That's I mean, like it's like it's gonna be like we've never been to a city like that. That's like which is just so much history. Yeah, like, legit like real old ass history like. it's kind of crazy too because when you're there uh like the places i've been in europe and other places uh you know primarily in my military days but it's kind of crazy when you see like a bunch of new architecture next to the old architect architecture because yeah this is what really throws me off like looking at the maps and like looking at like city guys and stuff like that it's just like mm-hmm. the blending of like the old with the new yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting but yeah man we're that's dope. We're hyped for that. I was a uh, crazy thing. So I kind of got on a Europe just a uh, trip, like not thinking about trips because I was watching uh, Vikings Valhalla. Yeah. Uh, on Netflix, I've kind of been into that, and they had a new season come out, and I'll, uh, I guess, embarrassingly admit that was probably the fastest I've been watched any season. Damn. <laughs> I literally watched there. There was eight episodes, I believe, and they're all about an hour. And I watched all of it in like less than twenty four hours. <laughs> Shit. I watched like five episodes uh, one night, and then the next night I watched the the remaining three. But uh, but after it was over, I started because they traveled a lot in that, and I was like, man, it would be kind of cool to go to. Like one of the places they were, they went to was um was uh was it Mes- no not Mesopotamia. Uh, dang, I can't think of the old name of which is now, um, I believe Istanbul, Turkey. Yeah. Uh, um, but like even like something like that, I'm like, man, I would love to go to Turkey. And I just got like, what else would I like to go to that 
there's not the same not that like the typical places like you would oh, i want to go to paris i want to go to london or you know what are these other european or mediterranean i mean turkey's not european but you know what i mean in that mediterranean area that i would like to go and visit that i didn't when i was in the military and it's not like a typical place so yeah uh like there's a lot of cool beaches on the Mediterranean. When I was uh, in the military, when we went to, we, or we went to Malta, Italy, which was like an island off the boot there. Actually, um, I think I think that's actually might be one of our stops. Actually, and that place is so cool. I mean, it is so cool, um, because it's like a, I don't like a part of the island is like very touristy and it's just a fun, like they have everything just basically set up to have fun and. You're right there. You're you're an island, so you're on the water. And then um, there was a couple. I mean, even in uh, like France, like everybody's like, oh, I want to go to Paris, but like Nice, France is fucking awesome. Or Marseille, that's uh, like the beach area of France, uh, of the Mediterranean. That's fucking awesome. Um, Tarragona, Spain, and Barcelona is like fucking beach. It's awesome. Uh, there's a lot of places like that. There, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of places in Greece and Italy too that are you know, probably less touristy, but are really cool. Yeah. Like that. But yeah, if you're going to go to Italy, you definitely want to go to, like, so especially yeah. you being a food guy, I want to go to a lot of the, the main staples. Yeah. So they got, okay, I got the thing here. So it's Rome is where we start. Like I said, we'll be there a couple of days and then Santorini in Greece, Athens, yeah. Greece, Mykonos, and then Olympia. I bet Mykonos will be cool. Yeah, because it's off the, you know, like I said, one of the lesser common places. But yeah, the the architecture there is super cool. Yeah. And then, like I said, uh, you were talking about Malta, right? So Malta is one of them. And then Sicily, Naples slash Pompeii, they're kind of the same area. And then uh, Pisa. So we get to yeah. see the Leaning Tower of Pisa. So like, like, and I've, I've already looked, obviously I've looked at food at all these places, but it's <laughs> like, that's what I'm hyped about because it's like, yeah. The birthplace of pizza. Yeah. All Legitimately, this, yeah. the birthplace of pizza. The birthplace of the cannoli is, you know, one of these mm-hmm. areas. The birthplace of gelato. All these pastas that were invented in, like, Rome and, like, it's just, like. Yeah. It's like heaven. <laughs> overwhelming. But, like, yeah. I'm going to. Uh, I can't imagine your. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, your personal one of. <laughs> And a lot of this stuff's not even expensive, too. That's the thing. It's like it's one of those oh, things yeah. where, like, it is cool. Like, the cruise itself, I am – you know, this is, it's one of those things. It's so, like, at first I was like, oh, man, the cruise, I'm looking at stuff on the boat. But then I started looking at the stops and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, man, like, the like, boat's cool. The, boat. <laughs> the boat's cool, but it's like, like, this is like this is such an opportunity, you know what I mean? I mean, it's it, it like, probably is a full day that you're going to be on that just crossing the Atlantic, though. There's one – there's one day – there's only one day that is a sea day, and that's it. Like, oh, well, when, like when, we leave, when we leave Rome and go to the first stop, that's, that's one, there's one full day that we don't do anything. So the, the day we leave Rome is, I guess it leaves at like 5 p.m. or something like that. Like that half of the day or whatever, right, that evening, we're not obviously not going to be anywhere. Mm-hmm. The next day after that is a full day of just boat. But then every other day after that is stop, 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 stop. Yeah. So one thing to be um, kind of uh, aware of, and I don't know if this is 
I don't know how many different places in, in, in Europe it is, but I know in some places in Italy, at least when I went, uh, celebrated a siesta. <laughs> but everybody like shuts down and basically takes in the middle of the day like off. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've seen. I know they do it in Spain because when I was in, I was in Spain for like two weeks, we went to uh, Tarragona, Barcelona, which is like next to each other, and then we went around to the other side, to the Atlantic side. And uh, stated um, Porta, um, and uh, like the entire country of Spain, at least from what my knowledge, they have like a siesta where about a, from like eleven to one, everything just shuts down. Everybody goes home, takes a nap. Yeah, I don't think they do that because like <laughs> most of the places like I've seen a lot of the food places like places like legit open for lunch. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. They don't like they open at eleven or twelve. So yeah, I'm like, sure that because, like I said, those, those I mean, Barcelona didn't feel like it was that that shut down, but the other two places they shut <clears> down. <throat> but I've been trying to read up on like some of like the the cultures and like the kind mm-hmm. of the, the things to do and things not to do. Like apparently, it's so it's just so so weird. Some of the stuff you read about, it's like mm-hmm. some of the stuff it's in certain different. areas, like don't go like if you go to Rome, don't go around looking for like fettuccine alfredo and stuff like that like that's weird or you're I mean, not that's it's interesting. just it's just one of those things it's not like a popular thing there. like they have their own different pastas there yeah and which is like, awesome because then you can be like hey yeah uh, like if you know in that ahead of time you can be like hey i, I really want to try this because this is only yeah. specific to here and your expectations of pizza like in rome is different pizza in rome is different but pizza in naples where it was actually created is a lot like was that the the home of the wood fire too? That's like the Naples style pizza, yeah. Like yeah. That's that's like where it came from. Like the that's very your... first pizza place on the entire planet is yeah. in Naples, which is crazy to even think about. But yeah. like even even like some like little weird things like if they like they drink coffee, they're they're pretty like not I wouldn't say upset like po- coffee's very popular there, mm-hmm. but like. Anything that has milk in it, basically, like espresso, like any kind of espresso drinks, like a cappuccino or something like that. Yeah. If you order something like that, like after like breakfast time, they'll look at you weird and they'll probably say <laughs> something like apparently. So it's like anything milk based drinks like that. They don't do it after after breakfast. <laughs> All right. They're like, you know, like, order what you want, but they're probably going to say something. Or they're gonna know automatically that you're such you know, assholes in Europe. <laughs> yeah, just like a, they're gonna know you're a tourist if you're. Or I mean, like, like can't have it your way there. <laughs> but it's just one of the things that I've read like multiple times, you know, stuff like that. And just you know, like even like their customs, like they 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 just they're on a different time frame. It's like yeah, they don't really. It's their do, way of life. You gotta. It's not like us. That, like, you gotta adapt to it. Yeah, because I look forward to like. We go on vacation. I look forward to like breakfast, like legit breakfast. Yeah. And like in like Greece and Italy and a lot of those cities in those countries, like they're not like they do coffee and like a little pastry maybe. And it's it. Like they do lunch and dinner and their dinner is like late. Like they mm-hmm. a lot of these places, like some some of the dinner places don't even open till eight PM. Yeah. Cause they don't do dinner at no five six o'clock like that's not their that's not their thing yeah i remember that in being in malta spain's the same way too we were in malta for almost a week we looked like well no not a week we was there for maybe four or five days but uh 
<laughs> crazy story is we literally because it's an island we literally are so we had we had five ships total and it was probably roughly we'll say 2,000 marines and sailors we literally drank every drop of alcohol they had on that island by day two they had to go to the main island to the main i mean uh the main italy to import more alcohol for us for the next three days that's ridiculous <laughs> it was so crazy um and um but that place is awesome, and I, uh, I remember it being colder there than I thought it'd be, though. Well, when we're going, it's going to be a lot hotter than what I would expect it to be. Cause it's going to be like dead middle of summer. Yeah, because I think we went. And they we said there. And they said been... like June, July. It's not, not cool. <laughs> not cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like yeah, their seasons probably ain't that much different from ours. Yeah. Uh, but you know it's 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 a cruise now, so we expect. But I mean, it, for, not to not to harp on it, but it, it it is definitely like a a bucket list thing, and it's kind of oh, yeah. kind of kind of came to fruition pretty quick. But you know, we we got to get our passports, so we're doing going to do that yeah. pretty soon. Yeah, I got to figure that out too because if I am going to London for this Titans game, oh I yeah, got to have that. I mean. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, obviously it's one of those things you got to do some planning, but I mean, you can get it. Oh, well, yeah. Well it, before that. Yeah. But it, I feel like it's one of those things, like, once I get it, I'm going to I'm gonna feel, like, powerful. I'm going to be like, man, I, we can, <laughs> you know, we, we can go anywhere I want to get now. more stamps. <laughs> yeah, because, like, like, before it's like, well, I don't really want to go here, but we have to do this. And it's like now we're, like, committed to this, so it's like mm-hmm. you have to get – we have to get the passport now. Like, there's no yeah. questions about it. Like, this is, like – this is a thing. So now, you know, I, I catch myself when I'm bored. I'll just look at places like I'm like, like I'm already looking at like the next thing. I'm like looking at other places like Iceland and places like places like that that I like really want to go. And I'm like, man, like there's not enough time. Yeah. Oh, I just uh, remembered the uh, place that I was trying to remember in Turkey it was Constantinople. Constantinople. Which is now, um, pretty sure it's uh, Istanbul now. Yeah, a lot of the um, modern day Turkey. A lot of the a lot of the Mediterranean cruises we saw had stops in uh, Istanbul. Man, that that place is just. I haven't been to Turkey, but I hear some crazy. I mean, like really good stuff about certain places in Turkey. I'm trying to get that Turkish delight. <laughs> but that Turkey man, that Turkey that Turkish coffee. When well, I seen them make that, it looks wild. I like to try that. Yeah, because so, I mean, it always, it always comes down to. Because I mean, that's kind of like you know, the one thing. Even though when I went overseas, especially in the Middle East, was um, you know, you're in these places that are so old, and um, and um, like just even being like when we went to, I didn't get it off, but we went to like imported in Israel, and just being in Israel for me was like. Even though I didn't even get off the ship, but just knowing that I'm like in this area was crazy to me, just because how old and like that's where you know that area is where mankind started. <laughs> yeah, it is weird, even man. even being in Iraq, like when I was in Iraq, um, you know, I was in Fallujah and and Baghdad, like outside of Baghdad, and I mean, from the Bible, that's supposedly the same areas where. The Garden of Eden was uh, in between the Tigris and Euphrates River. 
So like, and and seeing I did see the Tower of Babel, which is probably the I want to say it is the oldest structure still standing of mankind. <laughs> I mean, it's like literally thousands and thousands of years old. Yeah, that's wild. That uh, that's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. That's how old it is. Yeah. But um, like in the Old Testament. <laughs> but that's but, that's uh, that. But it's like that's that's the thing though. It's like we have not like really it kind of sucks but like we've 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 done a lot of traveling but it's not like outside of the united states yeah but even in the united states god there's so much on my bucket list just even in the u.s oh yeah that's that's the thing like we're, we're way behind on that like i could list off like i have i literally have a list that i've been keeping track of of like places mm-hmm. i mean some are outside of the united states but most of them are you know, inside the United States. Yeah. And like, it's just like, just so, so far behind. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a bunch of European countries that, you know, like Belgium and, uh, uh, Prague, Czech Republic, like those places I would love to go to. Um, I mean, and then, you know, there's some African, like it'd be cool to go to South Africa. That's, I'll tell you what, that's like one of my, I mean, everybody has everybody has a bucket list, but like South Africa is definitely has always, even ever since I was a kid, and it's all it's all because of Air Jaws. <laughs> I mean, it, it is like I want to actually go on a boat and I want to see a great white jump out the water. Like I want to witness that in person with my own eyes. Like, and see, I'd love to go. Um, not well, it's kind of close, but even like Madagascar and um, and then what's the uh. Oh, dude, the Man. Galapagos Islands would be fucking amazing. Galapagos and uh, what is the uh, what is the uh, like really famous diving area, um, that's out there diving and surfing like big time out there. Um, what area? Like off off of South Africa, the coast of like is there some islands? Uh, no, it's not no, not the Canary Islands. Uh, what am I trying to think of? I don't know, but I ain't gonna be diving. I ain't diving nowhere near South Africa. <laughs> I might have to, um, I mean, you hear it all the time, like, especially like divers and like surfers, they go, um, man, what am I trying to think of? He says islands? I don't know. Uh, I feel like it's some, like an area off of there that, or maybe it's closer to India. I don't, I don't know. Not the mountain, the Maldives, huh? Maldives, yeah, that, that's actually closer to India now. That's, yeah, that's more, yeah, that's more like towards. Yeah, the India, Maldives yeah. is what I was thinking of. But oh yeah, dude, places that'd be like, crazy. Even like India, that. shit, <laughs> Sri Lanka, India, that'd be cool to go to. Yeah, places like that, and even like with I know we're like obsessed with like I love Hawaii so much, but like yeah. going past Hawaii and oh, going yeah, into Japan. like more well, Japan's a huge one for me too. American like, Samoa. Yeah, something now that that's what I was gonna guess we get to like like French Polynesia, like that whole like. Tonga and all that stuff. I yeah, mean, that, that would be that would be. Yeah. Every wild. time I watch Survivor, like I'm like, dude, we gotta we gotta go to Fiji. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the thing. Fiji is not like people like people think like Fiji is super super expensive. And I even was like thought that Fiji was like ridiculous, right? I thought it was. Yeah. And it's a lot like Hawaii, where like it does it cost money to get there yeah and does it take a while yeah because like the thing is you get to california and if you take like fiji airways like you can take you can fly directly from los angeles straight to fiji and it's like it's like nine hours right 
Yeah. So that's that's a long flight. That's like going to Europe. Mm-hmm. But but obviously, you know, we're having to go all the way across the country first. So mm-hmm. that's like four hours to get to California. And then now you're also, you know, yeah. flying to Fiji straight. But there's a lot of deals, man. I was like looking at like Fiji. This is like months ago or maybe even a year ago. I was looking at work. I was bored. And like the the airline itself has really good deals where like flights plus like the hotel stays and everything. So it's like mm-hmm. a big bundle through the airlines. And it's like, wow. And it's, some of them are all inclusive and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Is I'm like, that's ridiculous. That so it's, all inclusive stuff is like worth it. And even like, even if you were to do it all separate and you were to get a hotel or stay at a mm-hmm. resort or something like that, now there's some very, very affordable places that are actually really nice. And I'm like, man, that is not what I thought. Yeah. You know, but, but then, cause you gotta think like Fiji is not like an island. Like if I can find it, cause it's like, it's like a group of islands yeah. and there are, there's the main, there's the main island that's bigger. I forget what it's called. I guess it is called the Island of Fiji, the Island of Fiji, but there's a group of islands around it. And if you get off of the main island, there's like tons of these like uh, resorts that are on these islands. So like you fly into Fiji, but then you got to take like a boat to one of these islands or a small plane to one of these islands. Mm-hmm. And that's where you find like all those like private resorts. It, it might be an island that has like its own res- one resort on the entire island. Yeah. And like all your stuff's on that island. You don't have to go anywhere. Those can be some of those can be very like expensive. Like they're, I'm, you're talking like oh yeah yeah the you highest can, of the high end like yeah you can spend like ten thousand dollars a day or more. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's, like like I said that and that's where like uh, like you draw the parallels between Hawaii. It's like can you stay there for a couple hundred bucks a night? Yep. Can you stay there for a thousand dollars a night? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. What do you want to do? And and yeah. there's everything in between. Yeah. So, yeah, man, there's, there's so many places in this world, man. It, like Australia, New Zealand. Like, I mean, just I could, I, I literally could probably go to, like, I feel like at least 50% of the countries in the world and, and would want to, like, visit there. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, you know, like, especially, like, when, uh, like, that's the thing, like, when people talk about, like, winning the lottery and stuff like that. And, and that kind of brings me back to what we were talking about earlier. Like, I don't think about, like, man, I could buy, like, every car i ever wanted i could buy like mm-hmm. this house that's you know ten thousand twenty thousand square feet or i can buy 50 houses in different states you know whatever like i don't i mean would you buy nice stuff yeah of course but like my yeah. thing is like you could travel you could see everything you've ever wanted to see ever yeah all, uh, all that you could just you could just say oh okay shit, I'm, i mean it won't I'm gonna be build a house and it's gonna take six months yeah. Okay. Well, all right. I'll see y'all in six months then. Yeah, and I'm, it won't I'm, be I'm, too I'm long before they start selling trips to space. Yeah. I like I. <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, I would say in the next ten to fifteen years, you'll probably be like, "Hey, man, have you seen that new deal on like going to outer space? All inclusive <laughs> space station." Uh... Carnival just released their <laughs> space cruise. <laughs> just released their space cruise. Uh... Oh, that would be banging. Yeah, I mean series. seriously, like um, could you imagine I, what that uh, what that ride would be coming back in <laughs> through oh, the atmosphere? Yeah, Holy they gotta figure shit. that out. 
know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, like, if you hit the lottery and it's like, if I live to be like 80 something, yeah. Then I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I might not have much longer to go. I'll, I'll take that it's risk. It's been a lot of places, but I ain't, I ain't been to space. I'm not taking that risk, like, until I'm at least 70. You ain't a traveler unless you've been to the moon yet. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, even if I had the money, I ain't. I'm not. I'm not taking that risk. Yeah. Um, too, too much to see on land. Yeah. I mean, I, I uh, recently um, was watching um, Josh Dobbs interview on by some of the boys. Obviously, he's you know worked with NASA and stuff too, and he even mentioned about uh, he wouldn't be surprised to see like them working on something in the near future to get people to Mars. That'd be wild. Yeah. Well, we gotta get we gotta get somebody there first, obviously. <laughs> or some people's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. We have not had a single human being on Mars yet, so. Yeah. And and he kind of mentioned too, was like honestly, Mars is probably the future of manhood of mankind. You know, it might be thousands of years, but you know, at some point, you would Mars, you would think, you know, when the sun gets hotter because it gets older and bigger. That those glaciers melt and that atmosphere clears up, and it might be literally the future of mankind to move to Mars. Yeah, well, it's one of those things, man. It's like if it's evolution, the technology will get there at some point. Yeah, well past our time, but like, look at the world now, man. You got random billionaires just playing around with money and sending people to space. Hey, don't hate on it. Uh, uh, Elon Musk. Uh, oh, I'm not, I'm not he's hating. doing a good job, actually. No, I'm that. not hating. I'm saying, like, look at like where we're at. We're like, yeah. this ain't NASA doing this stuff. Yeah, even uh, in that same interview, um, Josh Dobbs mentions how well that that uh, what is uh, what is the name of the group? Uh, SpaceX. Yeah, he said, man, they they've done a lot of incredible work um, in a very short time. But that's what I'm saying. That's all, and that's all like private sector stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Like, that, that's what that's what I'm getting at. It's like yeah. look at where look at where just like random people with money oh yeah are able to go. Imagine like like you seen the movie 2012, right? Yeah, <laughs> where all those uh, rich assholes were like basically buying their way onto that ship. Uh huh. <laughs> or or uh, yeah, I could definitely see that being uh, hey, uh, don't tell anybody, but the world's ending, and so uh, since you're a billionaire and probably afford to fund this. Yeah, let's uh let's find the expla- uh, escape plan. Yeah, we're going to space, buddy. Yeah. Um. Anyways, trying to trying to find a weird way to segue into some NFL talk from <laughs> from space and Josh Dobbs to, but there really isn't a good way of doing that right now. So uh, we'll just kind of uh just Don't dive right in. So Kenny, who you got? Eagles, 49ers, and uh, Chiefs, uh, Bengals. Uh, uh, who? Oh, you're who betting I, on it. Who I want. Yeah, is more. It's hard. This this the thing. So you gotta separate the who you want to win versus who you want to bet on. Yeah, that's the thing. So I do. I this is this is what like I want. I'd like to see the Bengals. Okay. And I'd like to see the Eagles. Do I think yeah. that that's gonna happen? I don't know. I don't. I, I feel like you know everybody's talking so much. The Bengals are talking all kind of shit, and everybody's kind of yeah. like. Counting Kansas City out, they're they're like home home underdogs at this point, and I don't like the vibe of it, man. Like, oh yeah, 
I put a futures bet on Kansas City. Me and Seth did like week, several weeks ago, probably like eight weeks ago, seven weeks ago. I don't remember when it was. And I have a, I have a futures bet on the Eagles. So, like, what what would favor me? Obviously, would be if the Eagles and Chiefs play each other. Yeah. Because I'm gonna make money either way, no matter who wins. But I mean, I, I guess I feel like in my head that I just. I feel like Kansas City is going to edge the Bengals out one yeah. way or another somehow. And then also, like, I'm undecided, man, about the Eagles and the 49ers because it's, like, it's so close, man. You have the number one defense, number two yeah. defense. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, the Eagles are going to have the advantage with the quarterback for sure. Mm-hmm. But then if you start to look at their skill guys, like, it really starts to balance out. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look go when you go running from running back to running back, you know, San Francisco yeah. probably has the edge. Yep. And then if you go tight ends, I guess you would say San Francisco has a slight edge there. Yeah. But then if you start looking at skill still skill position like wide receivers, you're like, All right. I would a- say Debo a- and AJ a- are about the same. I don't know, man. I feel like as far, as, far as a better a, year for sure. This I would year. say as far as a pure like pass oh, catcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. AJ AJ's probably gonna be the best guy on the field. But Devontae Devontae Smith also um He's got the edge over Brandon IU. Yeah, and we're looking at one versus one and two versus two. So that's what I'm saying. It's like they, I feel like the Eagles have the edge with the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 49ers might have the edge with the tight end and running back. So it yeah. There's balance there and it's, it's like, gonna be probably the better. Hard. I don't know. Both the games should be really, really good. And, that, I mean, you're hoping for that, right? I mean, now that oh, you, know, yeah. you don't have a dog in the fight, that you're like, I mean, I just want it to be a really good game. I think and, it's going to come down to really how how, how are they going to play Jalen Hurts? Because the thing mm-hmm. is, like, if that dude can get any yards on the ground on his own, I feel like they're in trouble at that point. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm kind of pulling a little bit for the 49ers just now, and this is going to be st- – Silly, but one, the 49ers was my first team that I liked before the Titans came here. And two, now that the Titans have g- their new GM came from there, I kind of pull want to pull for them just for that sake. Um, but and also, a, a part of me slightly doesn't want AJ Brown to go to the Super Bowl after leaving the Titans, <laughs> so that's a third, I guess, the, reason. The salt. But the Eagles, I mean, both teams are so good, and both teams are very deserving. Especially the Eagles, man. They've been the best team in, in the NFL this year. Uh, man, it just makes you wish that AJ was still a Titan. <laughs> but, you know, can't do anything about that now. So, uh, And then in the AFC, man, I really like Joe Burrow, and I really like T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, but I cannot stand pretty much the rest of the team. Like, I... No, Joe Mixon's okay, but everybody else can go fucking suck a dick. Well, that's what I'm. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, man. It's like it's, it's crazy. I got, you got, I got, you know, you got, I got obviously Joe Burrow. I got, you know, obviously like Joe Burrow, like Jamar Chase. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but yeah, you're right. It's like especially on their like anybody on their defense and go fucking kick rocks. Anybody on their offensive line can just. And I hate them more. Probably, more, I probably hate their offensive line guys worse than I do 
I don't know. Not more than a yellow apple, but Eli Apple's like the most hated, and then off, everybody on their offensive line, and then everybody else on the team except for Burrow uh, and the other guys. I said, <laughs> that fucking dude, man. Burrow is Burrow's reminded me of Tom Brady though. He's got that Tom Brady in him. Like he's he's he's. he's I mean, he's been in the league for three years and is likely. I mean, if he goes to the Super Bowl, that's two Super Bowls back to back in in three years. Stone Cold, man. He's fucking like- good. At least he has a lot more personality than Brady did at that point, though. He's at, uh, he's a little cocky, cockier than I, you know, kind of like. But oh, it's like, yeah. if I was a Bengals fan, I'd be like, man, I fucking love that dude. Oh yeah, like he's he he don't care, man. He said they got He said the windows open as long as he's playing there. <laughs> but that's the mentality you have to have, man. You yeah, it like, is. Like, look, man, as long as I'm here, we got a shot. Like yeah, it's just. And then the Chiefs. I mean, it's like okay. They're like the new age Patriots, or like, you know, in here's, a way. Here's the problem with with the, with with Chiefs right now, and probably for the last couple weeks, those several weeks is like people aren't talking about them as much. No, it's all these other teams, and like Patrick Mahomes is still out here doing the same old shit that he's always done, but now he has different players. Like he don't have Tyreek Hill, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's still, it's still, it's a loss. Ball games, man. It's a loss, he's, but they're, but they're, but he's out here, he's out here playing, and you know, people are worried about his ankle, and I mean, that's legitimate. Yeah. But him going out there, back into that game, and playing his ass off, man, like this dude is not playing. No, he, he's, he's a, I mean, he's such a talent. I mean, and that's, and, and all I'm saying is like, I just feel like. People are so ready to see like whatever the next big thing is that they're forgetting about what the Mahomes. current what the current big thing is like. Big thing. I, I, I just have a feeling he's gonna remind people like that he hasn't went anywhere. Oh, in case you forgot, yeah. I'm the king. <laughs> yeah, uh, Anderson, Kansas City, man, that place is special. Uh, is I know it's been talked about a lot, but after being there myself. That place is like they they put on is probably near of a college crowd atmosphere as you can get in the NFL, and they party, they tailgate, them the Bills. I mean, are probably the best two at it uh, when it comes to their fans and tailgating and being in the atmosphere there. Tell you what though, man, I cannot stand that dude's wife. <laughs> I just and can't. I seen a video, I guess yesterday. Of them up in the suite with his brother, just being fucking obnoxious as hell, and yeah, I t- <laughs> it's the whole thing. It's with crazy because sham- the whole don't... thing with the champagne, dude. Like, oh yeah, where it's not the fact that she did it, which that is a problem, but it's the fact that she's like, I don't get it. What's the big deal? Like, yeah, it's like she's just like they're in their own little so world. <laughs> oblivious to like yeah. why anybody would be upset or. Almost like people didn't have the right to be upset. Like she's celebrating. Like, what, what's your problem? Yeah. Like I'm just out here having a good time. Like I don't yeah, care. I think, like, I got uh, champagne all over your little kids or whatever. Like no big deal. Yeah, I think it was uh, Barstool that put like a clip together of all their different videos, and it said this must be stopped. <laughs> I mean, for real, dude. God, that's terrible. Meaning they want to root against the Chiefs uh, to to make it stop. 
Yeah, now. which I, I guess I get it, but like, and I'm not saying I'm not saying necessarily I want the Chiefs to win. I just feel like they probably will. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, it's just like this. So it would much... be a good Super Bowl to see the Chiefs and Eagles, though. Oh yeah, and the thing is, like, like. Like I said, like a lot of those guys, like that, it's a team that's not like like the Bengals are very good about, like you said, they're a cocky team right now. Like they're talking a lot of shit and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And Kansas City is not saying anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's that might be the tell. Is like, all right, I, I think they keep they keep hearing the Burrowhead comments. And, yeah, you didn't hear them. You didn't hear the, uh, the the Cincinnati players. They were like, "All right, now we're, we're going." Like during the Bills game, they were like on the Burrow head. Oh, oh, I get it now. Yeah, because you know they've won. Because he's beat like, them there like three times. Oh, okay. So they're basically saying like that's his stadium. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did win there last, and Kansas, last year. Kansas City's even got that phrase posted up on billboards around the city. So it's not. It did not. Well, here's go, the thing. It didn't go overlooked. So yeah, Kansas, Kansas. The Chiefs were like that a few years ago, though. Like when they beat, uh, like when the Titans and them played in the AFC, they were talking a lot of shit then. But now that they won the Super Bowl, uh, you know, and I feel like a lot of their veterans kind of like they're not saying anything because they're like we're just we're just gonna let it, let our play show, and. Where the Bengals, not so much. <laughs> I just man, they are I, running that mouth. I feel like it's that perfect storm, man, because like they're like you know the Bengals are high off that win, and mm-hmm. Kansas City's just over here chilling. It's gonna be crazy to see who who wins the MVP this year because there's so many deserving. Uh, I mean, not just quarterbacks either. Yeah, but it's gonna be a quarterback. I don't know, man. Justin Jefferson, I think, has got a really good chance. Uh no I don't I don't I would I like him to have a chance yes but he's probably going to be the only non quarterback to get votes I, I would imagine though if he I, I don't I still don't think he'll get a ton of votes I mean he was a I don't a, think he get a ton but he was uh, a valuable player for sure but as far as like a most valuable I would say yeah. it's hard to say I mean Mahomes is always going to be in the conversation I mean yeah the Mahomes. But Josh then also, Allen and uh, I, I Joe look, Burrow are all in. Yeah, but same. I'm I'm leaning more towards Jalen Hurts, and I'll I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. When he was playing, when he played, he missed a couple games. When he was playing, they were lights out. He had like maybe one bad game. Yeah. Now when he did not play, they lost games. And yeah, they did I mean not, they had Gardner Minshew as their. That's what I'm saying. Well, that now <laughs> you see what I'm saying though. Now they look like a significantly they look like a significantly different team. Yeah. Without Jalen Hurts starting. Yeah, because they it, beat it, the brakes off of the Giants, and well, it was the Giants, right? Yeah. Yeah, but then if you look at a team like say the 49ers, you know they had quarterbacks go down, but they got Brock Purdy in there, who's playing very well, but he's still a rookie that was drafted last in the draft. Okay. Yeah, but he hasn't lost a game. I know. I know, but look at but, say, but it's like, a good team. I would but say but it, but it's it's it's, it's kind of it's kind of a different it's a different dynamic where the yeah. team around him is so good yeah. that it's almost like it won't allow him to be bad. Yeah. That's what's got me excited about the new GM for the Titans. Um oh as far as building being a, the team, being yeah. a part of the that 49ers you know build that they are now 
Oh, it says a lot, man, because they got a hell of a team all all across the board, and they made the right moves. So yeah, and he was a big part of that. Like Titans fans should be really excited about the Trey, him. The Trey Lance thing was questionable. Um, yeah, uh, it was it was questionable from the start. I think they everything I think they, that I've read though that was kind of like a John that was John Lynch's like yeah. Oh, I'm not I'm not, I'm not putting that guy. on him. I'm not putting that on him like squarely, but I'm just. Oh, well, we like, still don't know though. We still don't know about Trey Lance yet. Yeah, I guess not. But like I get I think they 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 thought that they like stole a diamond in the rough that other people didn't didn't. They thought they got a Patrick Mahomes that yeah nobody was looking at to be. The guy and and you're right. We still don't know though. There is still that opportunity, but I I don't know, man. I'm just not. The NFL this year has been a really crazy. There's, I mean, there's there is every year, but but I feel like this year has been so many crazy stories like that. But that's the thing. That's so I got off track. So, but that's what I meant. Like, so like, I'm not saying that the rest of the Eagles, like the Eagles, have a hell of a team around Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but. Him but it's not, not him playing, him missing those games proved yeah. that this guy, that, that you can't just, it's not just a plug and play situation. Yeah. He, and, he, he means a lot to that team. And I, and I think that him missing, missing time might have actually helped his MVP status more than anything. Cause it proved it. Yeah. But I think too, like if, if, if Josh Allen wasn't playing or if Patrick Mahomes wasn't playing or if Joe Burrow wasn't playing, that team would be dramatically different. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, you know, everybody was, like, so high I, on the I, Eagles. I, and, I mean, they were, like, the best team in football, record-wise record and everything. He'll so. probably win MVP, um, which would be crazy because he – you look at him, almost like Josh Allen, like, his first year or two, you're kind of like, uh I don't yeah, know. He might not pan out. And then it's yeah, like, does he, does oh, he have it? there he is. Yeah, and then the switch just turns on. Yeah. So I think I think it would be cool to see him get it. And, and definitely, like, I just, you know, it's the thing with Mahomes has this, this way. I mean, you he's improved greatly as far as, like, uh, Jalen Hurts as far as his, like, accuracy and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So don't get me wrong, but it's like, the stuff that like Mahomes does, like it's so normal now that it doesn't even like it doesn't shock you anymore. It's like, well, there's another yeah. crazy pass from Mahomes. You know, it's like but I think the people who do the voting and stuff like that, I think that they see that stuff. Yeah. So I got a I got a feeling like Mahomes is gonna get a heavy, heavy amount of votes, and especially because of the fact that, you know, everybody was like Oh, man, what, what are the, what's going to happen with the Chiefs, man? They're getting rid of Tyreek Hill. Like their offense, like what's their offense going to look like? Mahomes, yeah, Mahomes is, is his numbers are going to go down and blah blah blah. And what's he doing? Same shit. Yeah, probably got so, even better this year. I mean, he's spreading the ball more. Mm-hmm. He don't have that one guy that he feels like he has to he has to get the ball to all the time. That now it's. Well, we're kind of forgetting, we're kind of brushing over Travis Kelsey. No, he's always there, but that thing, Travis Kelsey's going to get his looks, but he's not a, He's not one of those, like, gimme, gimme guys. Like, he's just always there. He's open. He's, yeah, he's, he's the, the go-to. He's the fall guy. He's the fallback guy. Like, if, if you need to throw the ball to somebody, he's always there. Yeah. For the, for the be, check, it'll be for interesting the to see how that offense does even next year to see who – because their receivers, I mean, they got a bunch of dudes that you're like, all right, they could step up, but they haven't yet. They got a bunch They've of twos. Solid. At this, at this point, at this point, they got a bunch of twos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I was trying to unless, say. Unless Tony ends up doing something, unless he ends up. That's what I'm saying. Like being more somebody than like what, him. 
If he lives and up to his potential, then he could be Nico enough. Hardman and um, Juju. Yeah, that even is, Juju. I mean, they're all is, they're all guys. Yeah, all those guys. You're like, man, they could they could potentially be a number one if they really like stepped it up. Yeah. But the fact that they're not is good because they're all getting targets and they're all getting production. So yeah, that, that, that's what made the Chiefs team a little bit more dangerous. But I think I think that, and that's the thing. That's why I'm like really undecided about the whole MVP thing. But I, I do think at this point it probably is between Mahomes and Hurts. Yeah. I mean, you can make a case. Obviously, like Burrow has been playing out of his mind. You can make mm-hmm. you can make the case. And I wouldn't argue because he's been playing his ass off too. Yeah, and I guess I guess for I guess for me when it comes to like some of these guys, it's like when you look at like the off schedule stuff, mm-hmm. like Mahomes is like the master of the off schedule stuff, and he oh, just yeah. and he just does it constantly. Yeah, uh, and it's like that's Josh, that's the kind that's the kind of stuff that you can't you can't account for. And Josh Allen's good at that too. Uh, oh, hurts, oh, absolutely. As well, with but the thing is with with like Allen, like I don't I don't think Allen's even going to be in the conversation. Is he is he is he good? Absolutely. Did he win some games? Yeah, but like, look at his interceptions. Like, I feel like I feel like those interceptions are gonna get him. Well, to me, if I, I don't took, feel like he's in a conversation at that point. But I feel like Josh Allen would be the type if he wasn't on that team, that Bills team would be bad. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't because of their defense and their their lines pretty good. I wouldn't say bad, but yeah, they would they, they wouldn't be as good. He he does a lot for that team. Like I but, feel like. With Andy Reid and I'm just saying uh, this year. I'm saying like this year yeah. specifically, like yeah, he hadn't had the he, greatest year. He's been a little, a little detrimental. I mean, they mm-hmm. didn't know a lot, a lot of times they didn't, they didn't lose those games with the interceptions. It's not, it's not good. Now a lot, a lot of that stuff, I don't, I can't recall. But I know he I did feel hurt, like he, he did hurt his elbow, and that did affect his play for a while. And I feel like the Bills kind of like ran out of steam. Oh, they like ran they were it. killing everybody at the beginning of the year, and then you know, well, well, look, look at what happened. What's the one? What's the one piece that they're missing right now? I mean, Von Miller. The ball. No, it's oh. Von Miller. Well, yeah, dude. When they had Von Miller, he was the he was what he was the piece that they needed. And with him out there, if you know, it, it was the the defense was different. Yeah, I'm not saying he's and, like the Von Miller of old, but having his presence there. And the way he was playing, they were terrorizing people. Yeah. And when they lost Von Miller, that's what they needed in the game against against Cincinnati. They needed Von Miller. Oh yeah. That team, that whole team looked off. And for I don't know why. I mean, playing in the snow at home and they just looked know, off. Could I mean I don't know if it's like because you know everybody was thinking that the you know the whole emotional thing with. Uh, Demar Hamlin and stuff like make you know yeah. making it through and showing up there like that was gonna be like the storybook like that was gonna drive them to win this game and sometimes like those those like strong emotional moments and stuff like sometimes they might have an opposite effect where it's just like you're drained you know well what I mean? yeah because I feel like they've kind of came down off of that you know even though he was there and that was like great but um. Yeah, I mean, they definitely might have, uh, you know, come down from that high, so to speak, and got caught yeah, flat a little bit. And I don't know. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know how how guys reacted to it, but you know, it was, that's an emotional thing. And like, 
By the way, I mean, of course they wanted to win. You know, of course they probably wanted to win for them and all yeah. that stuff. But like, maybe just emotionally they were tapped out. By the way, on that same story, have you been seeing the conspiracy stuff on that? Yeah, and I'm not gonna give it any kind of. <laughs> man, it's so so stupid. Yeah, I just I just uh, man, it's just a world we live in. I because wh- why would they do that? Well, just like the, the answer that that's the thing when it comes to any kind of conspiracy theory or any weird stuff, like I'm like, give me a good reason why anybody would go through the effort to do that. Yeah, I, I mean that ultimately, yeah. If you can't answer that, then just stop. And you're telling me, I will say, you're telling that, me that the parents are in on it too. Yeah, like come on, it's, and that it's, they don't that 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 they didn't that they would be okay with. Yeah. It was no, a little absolute, weird. Absolutely not. It was a little weird how they showed him a few times and how like he had this like security detail around him. It seemed like when they showed him. And then he did but, always have he did always have like a he just, always had a mask on and stuff. That was kind of weird. Yeah, but, but it was like fucking negative ten degrees there. Yeah, but even in the even in the suite. Yeah, I mean, I I can kind of get all like I can. To me, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, that's a point, but like, stop. It's it's. I just thought that I thought that that I was like, why is he all covered up and stuff like that? Because it was, was a little weird. Um, that, but, but I but I wasn't thinking the whole they, time. Like, they asked is Josh that, Allen. Is it really but, him? Yeah, they they asked Josh Allen in, in like a post game press conference. Oh, he was, he, he seemed he seemed, a, he seemed a little pissed. Yeah, I mean they're like, what are y'all what are y'all talking? Well, he was like, that's in the New York Post. He's like, he literally he was in our locker room. He was there. Stop. Yeah, like, like these guys. Stop with that shit. You didn't tell me like every single player. Every staff member, his entire family, such a all these people, effort. all these people are just gonna make this big story. Like that's what I'm saying. What is the benefit? Yeah. Tell um, me one person who would benefit from them making this huge, humongous lie. Like that's what I'm saying. That's why I was like I can't talk about it because it's so dumb. Yeah. Like it's just absolutely just. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's uh. Knock out a couple of these uh, last little uh, topics we have uh, for today and get out of here uh, real quick. And I, I want to kind of get into this more next week since uh, Seth watched the show as well. But you you finished Andor, uh, yep. Star Wars Andor, uh, which in my opinion was an amazing series. It kind of started off, you're kind of like, okay. And then it kind of was a little slow for a second, but it was like building up stuff. And then the last like four or five episodes was just phenomenal. Yeah, I thought it was. Is that what you thought too? I thought it was awesome. Yeah, we when we first started watching it, we watched like the first couple episodes, but like spaced them out. And we're like, okay, this seems pretty cool, but like nothing really like we knew we were gonna finish it, but nothing like really was like mm-hmm. jumping out. You know, we're like, mm, yeah, we'll keep we'll keep watching it, but we'll watch we'll watch it here and there. But like I said, yeah, once we got to like halfway through, we're like watching multiples in a row you know mm-hmm. what i mean and we're like all right this is getting it's getting uh it's getting pretty good <laughs> but yeah i think the ending like the whole the whole way it came together yeah was was pretty cool yeah there was definitely a couple of episodes especially in the beginning that you just really had to understand where they were going with it and then once it was finished you're like that entire episode was just building it up and and just kind of really pulling in the story and then yeah those those just last those last two episodes was like moving i mean it was crazy but yeah i thought it was it was a 
it was a good show for sure. And I guess they're gonna have another season, right? There's at least one more season because ultimately it gets into um, Rogue One. And I think they have. I think I think it's just two seasons they're doing. So next season is gonna get you up to Rogue One. You seen okay. Rogue One, right? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I went back and watched after watching Andor. And yeah, there's a lot to get from where they left off to to Andor, but I mean to Rogue One, but um, man, it's so good. Uh, another thing I want to mention before we go too is, um, and uh, I'll be a little bit brief on this. So is WWE is potentially up for sale, which is crazy. And there's a lot of rumored suitors uh even one being um the con family that owns aew and uh there's also been some rumors about a saudi group which a lot of people are very skeptical of uh there's but the the ones that i think is actually going to happen that not too many people's talked about that i've seen is disney and comcast like i feel like those are probably the two bigger Entities that might end up actually purchasing WWE, Disney and Comcast, like like like, e- like either one of them or as a not as a group, like yes, yeah, one okay. or the other, yeah. Ugh, what do you think about that? Do you, do you think that they would take the company in the right direction, or I think it would be exactly like how UFC got bought. I don't think that they're wanting to be hands on as much as having the rights and services and and making them monitor. You know all the money from it, right? But I'm I think all the like, people will stay in place as far as, um, but do you, you think know, executives gonna, like, and stuff? Do you think they're going to be okay with like? I mean, I don't, I don't know what, what the the tone of the WWE is right now, but like, I guess it'll probably never, never go back to anything. I don't think like, Comcast will give a shit. Um, Disney, I think you'll they'll probably keep it TV fourteen, which it is now. Yeah. So. Which is fine, and for me at least, um, I don't think you'll ever see a WWE where it was like in the late '90s in the Attitude Era. So yes. this is probably the closest you're going because Triple H is now in charge. Yeah, and so he's doing a good job of trying to be mindful of that and trying to um, just be better. Which they had their 30th anniversary of Raw this past Monday, and it was probably the best Raw. That scene in ages. <laughs> it was so damn good. And uh, a part of it is because of uh, one of the stables, the bloodline with Roman Reigns and the Usos. And yeah, I've seen, I've seen that. Man, yeah. that storyline is probably the best. And I mean, it is the best, in my opinion, that's going right now. Um, so they did a segment. Probably, it's crazy. It took up like maybe the first 20 minutes of a really jam-packed 30th anniversary of Raw. But it was like the best part of it. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, going back to uh, the sale. Um, ev- here's what's crazy. And, and maybe I know Seth was kind of uh, talking about it a couple weeks ago about some stuff that he's seen. But the crazy part of it is of all the bad reporting that happened with like Vince McMahon came back. Like this is this is the weird part is, so he came back into power. Like the board of trustees or whatever, he's now back as the 
the guy. Like he's he could run the show if he wanted to, but has not publicly said this, but from all intentions, um, is that Nick Con well Stephanie McMahon stepped down immediately, which was weird. As soon as he came back, she like stepped down and and so Nick Con is the sole um CEO, I guess, of of uh of WWE and Triple H is like the next man down. But Vince McMahon's back in power and he's basically holds all the every all the decision making but it's just weird how it just immediately he's back in and then they're like, Oh, he's only back to for the sale and stuff like this and but nobody knows if they're really even selling. So it's just what? a lot of there's just a lot of stuff out there and um there was a lot of bad reporting. And so for me I'm just like I'm just gonna wait and see now because there's just been a lot of crazy nonsense and which which also leads me into is, you know, people that are on Twitter now just like anybody just thinks that they can be a reporter now and it's just no you can't. And that goes for people that are reporting on, you know, the NFL or whatever. Like these people just have they see this on on social media and think, oh, I can do that. And I feel like I, I'm knowledgeable enough to to start reporting these things. And it's like you don't know what you're doing. But even some of the reputable uh places like um I don't know how reputable I would consider uh uh the zone. But they had a guy, their, their pro wrestling guy, went out and just fully reported that the WWE sold to a Saudi group. And, like, it was done deal, and it was not <laughs> at all. What the hell? And so he ended up deleting the tweet and apologizing or making some kind of statement about the bad reporting. But so many people were just wanting to put the story out there to see if it actually hit versus waiting to see what the actual news is. So they'd be like, yeah, I had it first. Like, you guessed and had it first. You guessed wrong, and then your reputation is destroyed. So think about that if you're trying to be a real legit reporter. <laughs> but anyways, that's my little TED Talk, I guess. That's wild, man. So yeah, but, oh, yeah, but we're we're waiting to see what really happens with the WWE. And But I think Triple H is doing a great job, and Nick Khan is doing a good job. Um, as it is right now. So, Royal Rumble is this Saturday. I'm kind of excited about it to see what it's like with Triple H at the helm, and he's over creative and everything. So, he books everything, creates all the storyline, or is in charge of making decisions for all the storylines, and he's done an amazing job with NXT. So, I have no doubts that he's making WWE back like really, really good. And he didn't have to do a lot. It was just like Vince was doing so much stuff that just didn't make sense. And where Triple H is like, no, we're actually going to have storylines that continue past this week. <laughs> that's just going to, you know, just doing stuff that makes sense. And well, so, that's, that's just that's part of it, man. Like, yeah, that's part of that's, that's part of any any good, even not, not just wrestling, but anything, anything that's that's like driven by storylines. Like whether it's the TV show or, or anything, mm-hmm. like the best part about stuff like that is when a storyline is drawn out and then you tend to forget about certain aspects of it, and then later on down the road, like loose loose ends get tied up that you forgot even 
like mm-hmm. threads you didn't even know about get tied up like just these random like 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 yeah. knots. like that that's that that's good storytelling man like yeah so like it's cool that they're that they're keeping it going now you know obviously i've seen some that like they might have kept going a little bit too long yeah but and you gotta you find know. that right time to to end the storyline or change it or whatever to to make it make sense and to yeah you don't want to you don't wanna, if something's don't done it's done and i think that's where I'm interested in this whole like to me that's what makes that's what they're doing with this bloodline storyline uh with that faction and I feel like they may cut it off just a little too soon but I almost feel like cutting it off just a little too soon is better than playing it out too long yeah yeah cuz you can people can get bored with that stuff at some point yeah and um and I think you, in a way, you kind of like the writings on the wall with some of the storylines, but you want it to to end that way because you know that's the right way. Yeah. And that's what Triple H is doing. He's like, not really just serving up softballs, but he's just making it make sense, ending it when it needs to end, starting something new when it start needs something new. And um, there's also the 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 Bray Wyatt stuff. That's that's a whole that's another storyline that's doing a, like a long play story. Where you have to like pay attention to little nuggets here and there to understand the full story, and then even like weeks later you're like, oh, I did see that, but I didn't know it was tied to this. And so that storyline and the bloodline storyline, there's a lot of little things like that they're doing that's like really amazing. It makes it just so much better. But anyways, uh, so we'll we'll see what happens with the Royal Rumble, and we'll see if something actually happens with them selling the company. I never thought that I would think that wwe would be a sold company but i wouldn't have thought in a million years yeah thought it just been handed to you know shane or stephanie and letting them deal with it but you know we'll see (laughs) yeah man well i guess that wraps things up um we'll uh be back with you next week hear from seth see what's going on and uh We'll know who's going to the Super Bowl next week. So until then, we'll see y'all later. Well, bye. Yeah, see y'all.